Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Good morning, West Georgia. Welcome in to the Morning Five podcast. Today is Friday, April 28th. And as always, it is brought to you by the Parian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Billy, today is National Blueberry Pie Day. Okay. I can't remember the last slice of blueberry pie I had, but I like blueberry pie. I haven't had blueberry pie in years. I That's mean, what I'm it, saying. It's been yeah, minute. it's been since like I was like probably 10, maybe younger, that I've had blueberry pie. It has been an absolute minute since I've had a blueberry pie. But uh, but I'm here for it. I like I like pies. You know, I like I like blueberry pie, uh, pies and cobblers. I can get down with cakes, not so much, but pies and cobblers, I can one thousand percent get down with. So I'm in on uh, National Blueberry Pie Day today, Billy. Last night the Hawks fall one twenty eight to one twenty to the Celtics. Unfortunately, Ooh. ending unfortunately ending the Hawks season. They played. I don't want to. You know, I, I don't know. I'm sort of torn. I. It, they lose by eight, and they were in this game. They were leading this game for a lot of it. They played well in in spurts. They played well at times, but I don't want to say overall in this game they played well. It might be very being very critical, uh, but they played okay. But they didn't play well in my opinions. Uh, Trey had thirty and ten on the surface. That that sounds fine. He really went off in the first half. I think in the in the second half, Billy he shot one for fifteen from the field, uh, which is not at all what you need from Trey in uh, in a must have it game six situation. Sure. I don't know. I don't know if he was tired. The defense wasn't there. Went four from twelve from three pointer and nine from twenty eight from the field as a whole. So uh, you know the, the assists were there. The ten assists were there. Um, but the thirty points from Trey it, it had most of that in the first half. Really couldn't shoot anything. Couldn't hit anything in the second half. Like I said, I think he was one one for twelve in the second half shooting. DeJounte Murray, I just I don't see him fitting in with this team next year, honestly. 14 points, 11 assists. The 11 assists are nice, but I just I don't see where DeJounte Murray fits in with this team. I think it was a good trade. Um, I, I liked it at the time. I really thought that DeJounte could come in and play as Trey's Robin, but it, in my opinion, just hasn't worked out. He was 5 for 13 from the field, 1 for 4 from 3. I really think the Hawks should probably shop around DeJounte this offseason and try to move him for, you know, draft capital or pieces or whatever. For, for whatever reason, it just hasn't worked with Trey. Um, and, and I'm not, not really sure why. DeAndre Hunter had 20 points last night. It's sort of nice to see him put back-to-back games together that are positive after a horrendous season, honestly, in my opinion. Six yeah. rebounds, uh, you know, it was nice to see. And JC had uh, 10 points and 10 assists. One of the uh, one of the nice things, uh, excuse me, sixteen points um, in ten assists, one of the or ten rebounds. One of the nice things to see out of this series was John Collins playing decent in the last couple of games. Hopefully that has sort of bumped up his value, and we might uh, we might get some 
more assets in return for JC than we would have halfway through this season. Yeah. I don't know if I agree with your necessarily shopping around DJ, but I, I think we could probably make it work, but we've got to really figure it out the, how it's going to work. You know what I mean? And yeah, it's right now it wasn't working. And I, I don't think Quinn Snyder really, I know he was, he's been, he's been the, the head coach for what the last what four weeks yeah about a month month and a half maybe i don't think that's enough time to really get your system in figure out everything so uh, that's just my personal opinion but we'll see we'll see how it works out this this offseason this offseason is going to be nuts i don't think jt is going to be a part of the team next year um i, I think we're going to have a major overhaul. honestly that's uh, that's just how I see the Hawks um, going this this offseason. Yeah, I hope they do, uh, because we ran it back with a lot of the same pieces and it just didn't work. Uh, I'd love to see JC off this team. Uh, I don't know what we can get for him, but, uh, you know, get some shooters around Trey. Um, I don't want to see Hunter on this team next year. I'd like to see him gone, and I don't think we can move him, so he's probably going to stay. He has a huge contract. Uh, and, I, and I would love to see DeJounte Murray probably traded, chopped around if we can get something of value out of him. He just he doesn't fit with Trey, in my opinion. And one of the big things that I've noticed about Trey this season is if we're going into next season, Trey's shot is like it is next season, like it was this season. And it's just so streaky and you can't rely on it night in and night out, which hasn't been the case most of Trey's career. Trey is going to have to change the way he thinks about applying himself in the games. He cannot be, he can still be your first option on offense, but he can't be that guy that needs to jack up 30 shots to get 30 points. Like we right. can't have that. We've got to have better efficiency out of our number one score. And you know, whoever we bring in, I hope that Quinn Schneider understands that Trey's got to be surrounded by shooters. And I think that's what makes Trey the most deadly is when he's surrounded by shooters like he was two years ago in that Eastern Conference Finals run where he can drive and have the opportunity to kick it out to to Kayvon or whoever it is out there at the three-point line to knock down a three. Yeah, I agree. So we're going to – I really think we need to find something. Landry Fields and Quinn Snyder are really going to have to sit down and go, okay, what works, what doesn't, um, and say, okay, we've – We've got these free agents out there. We can shop these people. Let's let's make the team that Quinn Snyder really needs. So hopefully this and will we'll happen. Be, uh, yeah, we'll go over all the free agents once we uh, once we get done with the season. We'll also go over the uh, over unders for the Hawks that we set uh, earlier in the year. We'll go over that next week. But yeah, unfortunately, the Hawks season ends one twenty eight to one twenty in Game Six versus the Boston Celtics. Billy, last night the Braves fell to the Marlins 5-4. to four. Uh, Acuna, Olsen, Pilar, and Trump all with one RBI. Kyle Wright, three innings pitched, no earned runs, six Ks. Do, do we know why they gave Kyle Wright the hook so early? He didn't get hurt or anything, did he? Not that I'm aware of. Uh, oh, it was only, the rain only delay. 45 pitches. Oh, the rain, pitch. that's right, that's right. I was I was tuning in and out of the Braves game yesterday because of the all, the rain delays. I feel like they had 16 of them 
Um, I forgot I forgot they had a rain delay once the game started. But Kyle Wright pitched well before the rain delay happened. Three innings pitched, no earned runs in six Ks. Uh, and the Braves were winning right up until A.J. Minter decided to start tossing uh, batting practice to the Miami Marlins in the top of the ninth inning. Um, A.J. Minter only recorded two outs, Billy, giving up five earned runs and only striking out two. Minter's ERA now is up to an 8.35 on the season with a 1.42 whip. Probably need Rydell back so bad. Yeah, not uh, not good, not good. That's uh, that's yeah. I don't I don't know. Do you do you think if we move AJ back into just a bullpen spot, he will pitch better than if he's thrown in there in the ninth inning and asked to close the game? Yeah, I do. Think that'll give him a little bit more confidence. Yeah, I do. It's it's unreal. Like it, he's had his moments where he's looked really strong where he's gone you know either one two three or have have shut him down maybe with a walk um in the ninth inning but it's he's also just he's so sporadic he is not you know if you remember correctly he came up around the same time Kimbrel did like he or he has that same same throw motion you know people were like oh this is the next one blah blah no no, and, and I love Minter, I really do, but he needs, he doesn't need that high leverage situation. It, I want him to maybe close the game maybe once every week and a half um, when we don't have Rizel or, you know, that kind of thing. So it's, this sucks seeing him, you know, give up this much, but it, you know, it's one of 162, so let's move on. We had a really good series against the Marlins. We went three of four. Let's let's move on. Let's let's kill this and and now we get to focus on the Mets. Yeah, we get to focus on uh, beating the crap out of the Mets this weekend, which is going to be fun. Um, Rysel Iglesias' final line and Gwinnett he had a uh, he had a um, a rehab start line, or not start, but a, a rehab you know appearance. One inning, no hits, no runs, no walks, one strikeout. So, I mean, that's exactly, Beautiful. that's exactly what you want. That's exactly what you want to see at our uh, Rysel Iglesias down in AAA. How many AAA starts do you think he's going to get down there? Or not starts, but appearances do you think he's going to get before he comes up oh, in the majors? I don't know. Um, I really don't. I, I think maybe he'll get maybe probably three or four more appearances um, because you know, he didn't get stretched out in, in – um, in spring training so he's using this in spring training so give him probably three or four and then he'll be back so i will i'm going to take a guess and say rysel iglesias will be back on the braves roster and pitching in the majors on friday may 5th when the braves come home and take on baltimore we got a four game set in new york this weekend and then a three game set at miami next week I would say that Friday, May 5th, when we come home and face the Orioles, that's when Rysel Iglesias will rejoin the team. Hopefully, hopefully that Michael Harris will be back too. Yeah, what's? I thought he was going to be back this weekend, last weekend. He's, he's still not back. What's up with that? I don't know, man. I have I no I idea. I have news on that. No idea. Know. That's weird. Yeah, because I thought he was supposed to be back in the Braves lineup this uh this past weekend and he wasn't and hasn't been all weekend or hasn't been all week so that's odd 
Uh, Billy and the Braves, or not the Braves, the Falcons last night, they drafted number eight, and they pick up the guy that you wanted going into the draft. They pick up Bijan Robinson running back out of Texas with their first round pick. BPA, baby. BPA. I wholeheartedly disagree. (laughs) All right, so I'm happy with this. I'm happy with this move. This is actually, Bryce, you and I have, you and I had talked after last year's draft. I wasn't really happy about Drake London's pick, right? Yeah, um, you didn't want offense in the first round because you needed defense so bad. But this yeah. year, you apparently didn't need defense. Well, let's think about what we've done on the defensive side of the ball in free agency, dude. Uh, we you, have, you signed a 90-year-old defensive lineman and a good DB. And we have gone nuts on defense. It's not just that. We have gone nuts on defense. It's not just Clay as Campbell. I promise you. Who else is it? Who else? It's Onyemata. You can't can't name me, other than Jesse Bates, you can't name me one defensive player the Falcons signed in free agency this year that is going to be better than Christian Gonzalez. The fact that he slipped down to 17 is an absolute mistake from so many NFL teams, including the Falcons. That guy is going to be a cornerstone DB in the league for the next five to six years. He is a monster. I cannot believe they let him sw- uh, slip that far. It's it's nuts. Okay. And they didn't add any sacks. The one problem with the Falcons last year, they couldn't get to the quarterback. Haven't solved that. But they did add a running back. Phenomenal. They added a running back oh. to a team that has three running backs that can go just about anywhere in the NFL and start at running back. I, Dude, I seriously how have we not added sacks? No, in the draft. I'm saying in the draft. They didn't add sacks in the draft. It was their biggest glaring weakness last year, and they didn't For add sure. any sacks in the draft. But that doesn't mean that we're not going to add defense tonight. We have, Do you think we have, anybody that they're going to add tonight is going to be better than Jalen Carter or Christian Gonzalez, who were sitting right there at number eight? Dude, obviously they were going for best player available. And if you think about it, he's wanting to build something for Arthur Smith that is very similar to what they were trying to build in Tennessee. Yeah, Arthur that worked Smith out so is, well. Arthur Smith is really considering thinking that this B. John Robinson pick is going to be his Derrick Henry. <laughs> That's what he's thinking. Oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, I, it didn't work for him out in Tennessee. I mean, they never won a Super Bowl up there. I I, I just don't, I I mean, don't understand I, it, dude. I understand that, but it's a different, different organization, different thing. So, like, just be patient. I, I love the pick. I'm I'm actually overjoyed with the pick. You continue I, I think to, it's horrendous. See, that's where you and I are different. I'm looking at it from a, a fan's perspective saying, okay, we've got a second-year quarterback that's coming in that's going to need a little bit of help, that's going to have a, a stud running back who can help, and we're going to have that. Up. It's not like we didn't have help at running back either. We're going to be a really, really solid. And having Bijan Robinson, who is a three-down back, who can block for the quarterback, is going to be really solid for us. I'm Why looking would you for- draft a three-down quarterback when you already have two essential three-down quarterbacks on your roster? You, didn't ha- you did not have two three-down backs. Don't go you're, there. You're, te- you're, te- you're telling me Tyler Algier and Cordero no. Patterson could not be a three-down back? They No, they can't. Cordero is not a three-down back anymore, and Algier is maybe like first and second, and then they have to move out. 
out. I, I, it was a horrible. It was a horrible pick. It was an awful pick. It was not a position of need. It was best play. Maybe it was best player available. I don't know. But Jalen Carter was on the board, and I, I just Jalen Carter and, and Christian Gonzalez both being on the board, and the Falcons just passing him up for a guy that they have depth at for a running back. I, I, why the hell would you? I, I don't understand any team in the entire NFL drafting a running back with a first round pick, anyways. Like, what are the Lions thinking? Why would they draft? I don't. I don't. I would never ever draft a running back in the but first round of the NFL draft. Jameer. Yeah, I, I mean that that at twelve, dude. You could have had him at eighteen if you were the Lions. Hell, you could probably, probably would have had him in the second round. I don't under. I I do not understand why two running backs were drafted in the first round. Nobody values running backs in the NFL. Like, if you don't believe me, go look at contracts for running backs. Like they they get paid pennies on the dollar. I don't. I didn't understand that at all. I mean, you need you need three things. Or you need two things in the NFL. Three things. You need someone that can protect. You need a quarterback, someone that can protect a quarterback, and someone that can get after a quarterback. Outside of those three positions, I wouldn't waste a first round draft pick on anybody that doesn't help me at those three types of positions. And I, I, I would. There's no way in hell I'd ever draft a running back in the first round. Absolutely no way. Well, I mean, I guess that's where you and I differ. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Yeah, I just, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I just don't understand your, it. I agree with your team building aspects. You know, I really do. But, you know, the Falcons are, are truly in on, on Ritter. So you've got the quarterback, right? You've got, you've got the people who can oh, protect the quarterback. Don't, don't gloss over like that. You, you have a guy who has a quarterback moniker on his name. It, it's not like they have a quarterback. They have a dude that has a big question mark over them. But I'm not saying they should have gotten quarterback. I'm, I'm not saying that at all this draft. I'm, you know, Ritter's one of those wait and see type guys. No, you're just, I, you're just really pissy today because Dallas didn't do what you wanted them to do. I don't even know who we drafted. Who did we draft? <laughs> That's my point. <laughs> we were the 27th pick. No, I don't. Oh, man. Miles Murphy was there at 27. I like to have him. Uh, I know I have. I have no idea who Maisie Smith is. From Michigan, he's a defensive tackle. They did pretty good. Uh, no, I turned it off. Can we talk about how the uh, Philadelphia Eagles are going to absolute mollywop everybody in the yeah. NFC? Did yeah. you see who they picked up at the 31st Taylor. pick? I didn't see this. Oh, no. Nolan I, I Smith. They got Nolan, too. They got Nolan Smith. They're they're building Georgia's, Georgia North. That's yeah. ridiculous. That's nuts. Um, so, yeah, I'm not a Falcons fan. I'm pissed off that the Falcons did that. I mean, enjoying losing games 35 to 28 this year, I guess. I don't know. It's just, I, I, it was, it was dumb. Absolutely stupid. All right. Let's get to the Marine South scoreboard yesterday in playoff baseball in game three of a much needed game for the Bowden Red Devils. They beat Lincoln County five to one and move on to face the winner of George Military College in Marion County. Um, that will be next week, and hopefully we'll be able to get back to WC Root Field for those games as well. That was a wet game last night or yesterday oh, morning. 10 a.m. coffee game. It started at 10 a.m., and it's probably about the break. The Red Devils were up 5 to nothing, and it was going into the sixth inning or the bottom of the fifth inning, and it's a it's an official game at that point. And I'm like, okay, let's call it. Let's We're done. And sixth inning, I mean, it just started pouring, absolutely pouring. Like they would come out and put uh, dry stuff on the 
on the uh, ground, right around where the the uh, plate was, and right. it puddled. Like it was still puddling. <laughs> it was just ridiculous, man. <laughs> but they they went through it, and we we got through a full seven inning game. So good for Bowden and, and Coach Vance and everybody out there. We're we're excited for them. So heading on to the Sweet Sixteen, baby. Uh, on the Smith Tour Coverings Games and Events Calendar and Playoff Baseball, Hurd County is facing Claxton today in a doubleheader. Carrollton has Hillgrove, and Villarica has Winder Barrow on Saturday. Carrollton and Hillgrove are on Saturday as well, too, right? Uh, no, I think that is a Friday game. I think is that it? is today. I think so. Okay. Hold on, give me give me two seconds. Um, yeah, I think they switched that to today. Uh, yes. They have a doubleheader today starting at 4 p.m. Carrollton Hill Road. Okay, and then Heard County versus Claxton starts at 1 today, right? Yes, yes, that is the that is the update. I don't think we have any rain coming in uh, today, do we? Do you know of? Uh, it was supposed to be early, so I think we're, okay. we're through with it. Or okay. will be through and with I, it by then. And I think we should be good on Saturday. I don't think the rain's supposed to come in on Saturday until like 2 so uh, on some models, other models I've seen, it comes in a little bit earlier. Um, but yeah, kind of got to play Saturday by ear. But hopefully we get all these. Uh, hopefully we get all these baseball games in. All right. Uh, in playoff soccer, Bremen is facing St. Vincent's. The Bremen girls are facing St. Vincent's today. Um, you will get a final four matchup in Bremen. It's they get to host today, which is awesome. Yep. And you know what? You'll get to hear the sultry voice of Bryce Farling on the on the call today yeah i get to I get to be out there i get to okay. call a, a another fight this is the second final four game that i've uh got to call this year so uh, i'm pretty pumped about that got to call one for mile zion girls basketball now i get to call one for bremen girls soccer so i'm pumped about that speaking of mount zion mount zion boys will be facing Perry college in the final four today um we'll let you know all about those matchups and um, how it how the games end on Mondays, Marine South Scoreboard. I think I think that one is away. Yeah, they are at Georgia Military College. College? Uh, they are at Georgia Military College. I don't have a game time for that though. Uh, not sure what time that starts, and I, I hope that's going to be on the NFHS network. If it is, we will tweet it out on all of our social medias. Um, but yeah, I don't have a, I don't have a game time for that, unfortunately. Yeah. Nope, can't find it. Uh, Bill, you want to get some uh, Incredible Pulp uh, Lemonade Soft Earned Dollars? Dude, I am hot right now, so let's do it. You are killing it, man. You are absolutely killing it. Let's get to the locks of the week. Sponsored by Incredible Pulp. I saw Incredible Pulp down at the uh, Heard County Rodeo uh, last weekend, weekend before last, and got me uh, four or five big old gulps of lemonade. The cucumber lemonade is the absolute best. It's so phenomenal. Um, I can't wait, get, wait to drink it by the pool like a hundred degree day to sit out there chilling, sweating and drinking some incredible pulp lemonade, cucumber lemonade, Billy, my locks of the week right now. I got the heat. They are dogs right now. They are a four point dog. I got them against the New York Knicks on Saturday at a minus one Oh six. I got the Braves tonight on the road. I think this is a risky pick, especially on the road after a four game set with the Miami Marlins after a rain lengthened delayed game, but I don't care. I got, I got faith in my Bravos tonight. Uh, they are a run-and-a-half-point favorite against the New York Mets tonight. That is at a plus-116. And then I also have Sergio Perez finishing on the podium at Baku. That is a plus-260. It has been 
oh, almost a month since F1 has driven, and I got Sergio Perez to finish on the podium this weekend. I'm at 92-41-1 for the year. Billy, you have absolutely put on the Jets the past couple of weekends and blown me out of the water. 144 and a cent is what you were at after starting off the year with just $15. Absolutely killing it right now. What picks do you have this weekend to give us some soft-earned dollars? Give me the Texas Rangers minus one and a half versus the Yankees. That's a plus 110. Uh, Jacob okay. DeGrom's on the mound for for the Rangers. He's starting to get back into form. I like it. I forgot um, DeGrom was out there with the Rangers. I completely forgot about that. Give me uh, Carolina Hurricanes money line uh, versus the Islanders. It's a plus 102. Okay. And then give me the Suns. The Suns money line is a Ooh. plus 102. 20 they're a dog the in this nugget. game tonight i know yeah give me give me the suns okay. um all right you're taking the suns money line yeah I, wow. I all right all right all right yeah they're uh they're a two two and a half point favorite tonight uh dogs in the road kind of what one of the things that killed me in the nba lines tonight uh was the fact that the um the fact that the Sacramento Kings are a seven and a half point dog on the road uh, at Golden State I, that kind of shocked me. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. thought the I thought the Kings would have been favorites in that. That kind of shocked me. You ready for another cup of coffee, Billy? Man, I need one. Yeah, let's do it. Let's hit it up. Another cup of coffee brought to you by Realtor Hannah Strong with Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. Kentucky quarterback Will Levis slides out of the NFL draft's first round. You hate to see that, but, it, you know, especially considering he was in the green room and there were so many cameras on him the entire time. He was just looking down at his phone with his agent, and it was just, it was awkward, you know, and the fact that he slid out just sucks for him. I hate it. I, I don't. I It does suck for him. I don't hate it because of the fact that he was telling all of his family and friends and anybody that would listen that the Carolina Panthers were going to take him first overall with the number one pick. Uh, and everybody on Reddit was talking about him going number one overall and all the lines changed to Will Levis going, you know, the second favorite to go number one overall. Will Levis, when the draft began, had a 0.1% chance of not being drafted in the first round. Um, and, and kids, this just goes to show you, don't put mayonnaise in your coffee and peel your bananas before you eat them. Don't be a weirdo, you know, you know, peel your bananas before you eat them. Don't put mayonnaise in your coffee uh, and, and you'll get drafted in the first round of the NFL draft. I think that's the moral of the story here. Yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely the moral I, uh, of the story for some strange reason. <laughs> I, uh, I, yeah, I can't, I can't believe he didn't get drafted. Look at the second round though. I mean, it's, it's tough to see a team that's going to draft them. I, I, I don't know. It's, it's going to be very weird watching uh, Will Levis tonight. He's going to sit there for a while. I think he might not even go back to the green room. I hope Carol, uh, Carolina car- doubling up. Yeah, that's, I mean, so you got, I mean, let's just go to, through it real quick. The Steelers, they're not going to draft a quarterback in the second round. Cardinals, no. Lions, no. Colts, no. Chargers, no. Seahawks, maybe. And then you get to the, and then you get to the Raiders. I think, I think right there, the Seahawks and the Raiders, the Panthers, the Saints, the Titans, I think you get into that 37, 38, 39, 40 range. And I think Will Levis might go. Um, but he's, he's certainly not going to be the first, you know, four or five picks in the second round. So looking at, I didn't see that coming in. Looking at some bets for this tonight, uh, Will Levis is at a minus 290 to be drafted before Hendon Hooker. I'm not 
sure about that. Like, I, I, I really yeah, not. I don't. I, I don't know. Um, I don't. I don't really know what you're going to get from Hendon Hooker because he's coming off the injury, so that's that's a little nervy. But I, I wouldn't feel comfortable making that bet right now, to be honest with you. I, I just I, there's no way. By the way, Anthony Richardson going what four? <laughs> what the hell? We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. That's my last point of the podcast. That's my last part of the podcast, Billy. I have a, uh, yeah. If you, if oh, you see the last, if you, if you see the last Bennett. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stetson Bennett plus 6,000 to be in the second round, plus 4,200 is 1,400 in the fourth, plus 500 in the fifth, plus 350 in the sixth, plus 300 in the seventh. Yeah, he's no, Stetson Bennett's not getting drafted, guys. Little spoiler alert there. Stetson Bennett's not getting drafted. Um, sorry about it. Sorry about it. But he's he's Stetson Bennett's not not going to go in the draft. Uh, the Cardinals say DeAndre Hopkins is likely to stay after a busy draft night. So the 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 rumors that he was going to go to Baltimore, I guess, have sort of dissolved. And the Arizona Cardinals say that they will keep DeAndre Hopkins in Arizona next year. Well, they D-Hop say that, but it might change. Yeah, D Hop and. Uh... OBJ would have been really awesome for Lamar. <laughs> yeah, that'd have been that'd have been interesting to see. Um, but uh, the Panthers, uh, Panthers, Cardinals pick up an offensive tackle yesterday. They get Paris Johnson Jr. Uh, out of Ohio State to add a little protection to uh, Kyler Murray, which is a good good draft pick in my opinion. The Texans draft C.J. Stratt at number two, and then trade back up Billy for the number three pick and pick up Will Anderson Jr. Dude, that was ballsy as hell, and I loved it. I really did. Yep. Uh, if teams could, if teams could win the NFL draft after round one, it's one thousand percent the Houston Texans. They got yeah. a a quarterback of the future, in my opinion, with C.J. Stride, and then they got who is, in my opinion, the best player in the draft, and Will Anderson Jr. Um, you know, I think they got the, I think they got the best quarterback and the best player overall in the draft at two and three. So good job out of the Houston Texans front office to trade back up there and get that. It, it was weird. All the talk leading up to the draft about how CJ Stroud was going to go down and go down in the draft. And I'm like, there's no way if you're looking at, they were talking about that S2 performance test. Right. That was based on, you know, your decision-making skills and how CJ Stroud apparently made an 18% on it. Do you realize, like, that's terrible? Do you realize what he did against Georgia? Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I I take so little stock, and I think NFL scouts, prob- a lot of NFL scouts, probably do as well. In these S six cognitive, if the kid can play, the kid can play. Go show me his tape in college, and let's go through it. That's why I wasn't high on Anthony Richardson. Um, you know, I think Bryce Young is a, is a good talent. I don't know how he's going to fare in the NFL because he's so short. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I saw what C.J. Stroud was able to do against Georgia. Um, and I'll, I'll be the first one on the record. I think C.J. Stroud, the, the Houston Texans drafted Stroud to be their, their franchise quarterback. Billy, hot take, in my opinion, there's no franchise quarterbacks in this draft. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I don't. I don't think any any of the quarterbacks drafted in this draft will be starters in the NFL after the next four seasons. Okay. Hot take. Yeah, hot take. I don't think there's. I don't think there's a franchise quarterback in this draft. 
love CJ Stratt. I'm going to pull for CJ Stratt as hard as I can. And I hope I'm a thousand percent wrong. I hope he goes and tears it up in, in, in the Texans and I'm eating my words. Hopefully. My opinion, there's not a franchise quarterback in this draft. Also, there's only one wide receiver in this draft that is going to have any success in the NFL. Uh, I think this draft is is very deep defensively, uh, offensive line, defensive line. So maybe that's what the Falcons were thinking with drafting Bijan, is, is there is a lot of depth at the offensive and defensive line in this draft. Maybe that was the thinking there. Um, so, but yeah, I, I don't think there's a franchise quarterback in this draft. Lamar Jackson's way, new. Wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Yeah. I, I want to know what what wide receiver you think is going to be. Successful. Jackson Smith and Jigba. It's the only one. Jackson Smith okay. and Jigba is the only wide receiver in this draft that is a bona fide NFL wide receiver. And I say bona fide NFL wide receiver. He's going to be a slot guy. He's not going to be a number one option. Um, but he's he's the only he's the only wide receiver in this draft that I have any faith in at all. He went what twenty uh, to the Ravens. Uh no, he went to the Seahawks. Um, yeah. he went uh. 20. I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember. He went twentieth. Um, yeah. Yeah. We went? Yeah. 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 I just remember we went to the. I, he went to a team that I'm just like. Eh, I don't really care about the Seahawks. That's. It doesn't get me juiced, unfortunately. What did the um, Seahawks do first? Because uh, the Seahawks they, they got Witherspoon, which I That's thought. Right. De- uh, yeah, I thought Devin Witherspoon was going to drop all the way to the Falcons at uh, eight, which would have been phenomenal because I think Devin Witherspoon, not the best cornerback in this draft, but I think Devin Witherspoon is a good run support cornerback uh spoon uh, witherspoon's a, a really good talent out of illinois um so but yeah they got him that was a good that was a good pickup by them uh lamar jackson's new deal with the ravens includes a 185 million guaranteed it is a five-year deal i think it is worth 260 million with 185 of that guaranteed um he will be the highest paid player in the league at 52 million dollars per year You knew this was coming, coming, in my opinion, after the Jalen Hurts deal got done. If the, you know, I think Mm -hmm. once the Jalen Hurts deal got done, Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore, uh, almost called them the Baltimore Colts, the Baltimore Ravens had a blueprint for what the contracts would look like. They took the blueprint from Jalen Hurts, paid him a little bit more, and that's Lamar Jackson's contract. They weren't going to touch the Deshaun Watson money. I don't know if anybody's ever going to get up to that Deshaun Watson contract, which is just a stupid contract for the Cleveland Browns. Um, but yeah, once the Jalen Hurts contract got done, they had a blueprint for what they wanted to use. They bumped his money up just a little bit, and hopefully everybody's happy. Hopefully all sides are happy, and Lamar Jackson goes on to you know, win another MVP up there in Baltimore. Yeah, I, I knew it was coming when they when OBJ signed. That's, yeah. that's when I knew it was coming. Yep. So. I still think it's a fail that the Falcons didn't try to get them. Maybe they did, and the draft capital is just too much. You're going to have to trade a ton away um, yeah. to, get, to get Lamar Jackson. And, you know, I, I under I understand not wanting to do it, but we sort of saw with the Rams, and the Falcons aren't in the same situation the Rams were in when they did this, but we saw the Rams trade away their draft capital for like the next four years to win a Super Bowl, and it worked. So that that is a blueprint for teams that want to win a Super Bowl that have that roster construction. The Falcons don't have that, but it is sort of a blueprint of if you wanted to do that. Right. Billy, today in 2007, the NFL draft, LSU quarterback Jamarcus Russell drafted first overall by the Oakland Raiders. And something that was absolutely hilarious is Jamarcus Russell 2.0 last night was drafted number four overall to the uh, the Baltimore Colts. I did it again. The Indianapolis Colts, Anthony Richardson goes number four overall to the Colts. I, uh, Billy, 
<laughs> Dude, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> oh God. Oh, this one made me cry. I was laughing so hard last night during draft night. That was that was phenomenal. Anthony Richardson uh, is is Jamarcus Russell 2.0. Um, he, he is he is not going to be a number one quarterback for very long. This was a horrid, horrid draft pick from the Indianapolis Colts. In my opinion, the worst draft pick of the night. So let me ask you this: I, I really want to know because I I didn't. I was watching the I think I was watching the ABC version of it. Which was oh, you're a bad guy. What? Yeah. So, well, okay, to be fair, I had my child with me, and we were watching it, so I had to watch a little bit more PG than Pat. I had both um, my boys sitting next to me. We were, we were okay. all watching Pat. Come on, man. Um, Support the brand. What did uh, What did Pat say about that pick? Because I, I'm sure he was not happy either. Uh, no, they were, they were, he was pretty excited. He, you know, he said he was a, a project quarterback that's probably going to take a couple of years to really blossom, and they talked to um. Oh, crap. The GM for the Colts. What's his name? Ballard. Yeah, yeah. They talked to Ballard. Uh, and he said this is who they wanted all along. Now, whether or not that's the smokescreen or not, but they said they said at number four they wanted Anthony Richardson all along. They got him into the building, uh, and he was their number one quarterback over Bryce Young, C.J. Stride, and Will Levis. Uh, he said he liked, he right. liked his measurables, liked the way he held himself. So... He was their number one quarterback. They they did acknowledge that it's going to be a project type deal. You know, it might be a r- rough first couple of years until he blossoms into a full NFL quarterback. But everybody up there seemed to like it. And I don't know if they're just drinking the the Colts juice or, or what it is. But that's a horrible pick at number four. Anthony Richardson is going to be awful. Well, we'll yep. yeah, we'll you got anything else? Uh, you got anything else to add today, man? Second and third. Nope. Second third round tonight. Uh, you call for soccer tonight. Bryce, uh, Casey's got the call for uh, baseball today at 1 o'clock, so I'll be able to listen to that. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, you have a full full night full night of listening to uh, high school sports on Hometown Sports Media uh, tonight and tomorrow. So we will have you absolutely covered. For Billy Lendahl, I am Bryce Sparling. We will see you on Monday. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbor! Just shake them!